Jones podcast. It's yours truly, Julie Jones, with the adventures of Julie Jones. And each and every week, I bring you amazing people from around the world. And of course, as I promised each and every week, this week is no different. So this week's guest, we had the opportunity to meet by chance. And you know, there's always these people that sometimes you meet with and you have that instant connection and you know you're just destined to collaborate or to do some things together. So Laura White, welcome to the show. Woo woo, I'm so glad to be here. (laughs) I know, I'm so glad to have you here. Uh, You know, it's like we just, gosh, we just met through a mutual friend not too long ago. And here we are doing a podcast together. That's what I call life. It is. And you know what? That person hasn't even been on my podcast show yet. And that's even funnier. That's so funny. And here's the thing. It's like, congratulations to you for saying yes to an opportunity. Because a lot of times I throw it out to people and just say, hey, you know, like if you'd like to be on my podcast, I'll send you the link. And then it's up to people to decide whether they're going to book or not. That's right. It's up to them. That's right. All right. Well, enough about all that. Let me, let's get to you. Let's get to the most important thing. So why don't you share a little bit about like who you are, what makes you so unique and what you bring to the party? The floor is yours. (laughs) Okay. So hi everyone, Laura White, business strategist and life coach. And what I love to do, my passion that I love to get up and go, I get to do this and I get to do this for a living is really help women, faith-based women to really grow their online business. So we're talking coaches, consultants, and course creators, really help them to show the strategies and systems that are easy, simple to make successful income money online. I was, what makes me so different? I was that person, that entrepreneur that struggled for years. I was in the wilderness for a long time. And I thought, oh my gosh, I struggled by spending money, so much money on coaches and courses, thinking that, ooh, this is the right, this is the right program. I'm gonna make tons of money. Okay, but I need that one to make this one, and I need that one to help this one. And so I was all over the place. And you know, I'm vulnerable, I'm true, that's who I was, but not anymore. Now I know what it is and what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur. So I love to help women do that, make tons of money online. And I have like 10 layers of income, but the main one that I use is the Online Business Growth Academy, where I have women come in academy, it's a hybrid course where you listen to the course at your convenience, but meet with me twice a week. We talk about how to do it. We talk about questions they have about the course. We talk about like, bring your projects. Let's do it right here, right now and help them to progress to the next level. Oh my gosh, you're speaking my language in so many aspects. Cause like, number one, it's all about making the money, right? Like, I mean, like we're not in this for just, you know, shits and giggles. (laughs) (laughs) And like you, you know, like I've spent a lot of money on a lot of different things Mm -hmm. and It's always kind of like the hunt and pack. Okay, let me see if this is going to work and what's not going to work. So like you, I call myself the shortcut to the shortcut, right? Okay. Like, you know, it's kind of like, okay, I I know what doesn't work. So how about we streamline it and put into into practice some things that that do. So I I love, I love that. I got to ask you because um, I'm faith-based and like a lot of people are, it seems like you're moving into that direction. Why right. faith-based? Like what was the, the deciding factor to have that as your target market? Well, that's a good question. Well, first of all, I was always raised a Christian in a Christian home. And so it's always been a huge part of my life. But 
you know, and I always mention God, but now more so about the faith and scriptures and all that stuff because, you know, with the uh, the COVID, you know, that people were like, you know, there's got to be more to life. And so more people were drawn to what's the answer. And so I incorporated it more, which I've already should have done it a long time ago, but it's just who I am. I am who I am today because of it. I've stood on scriptures. I mean, I, and I actually have it in my course, scriptures that have actually landed on. I decreed them, I declare them, and it made a difference and things started happening. You know, I'll give you one example, Julie. One is, is God, I heard God one day say, um, declare the people in your life. So I go, okay, good. So I I pray into existence connections. I pray for the right connections in my life to help with my business. And I kid you not, within days, and it went on and it's still happening to this day. And that was over three years ago. I said, God, I pray for divine connections in my life, people to help me, people to whatever. I have people call me saying, hey, do you need help at your workshop? I'll be there to help for free. Hey, I heard you need help with your website or whatever. I mean, it was just flooding in. And so those scriptures have made a difference because I call those things that are not as though they were, but God says you have not because you ask not. And so I just took the scriptures and I put them in. And so that's part of my, you know, course. And because people are saying, you know, I, I'm struggling. I can't do it on my own. And yeah, if we keep doing it on our own. We're going to struggle. But if we get God's help, he's going to give you the wisdom. Yes, he is. And I love where you went with that. And like, as you were talking, right, and you were talking about connections, like immediately my brain was like, ding, 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 ding. I have another connection after we're done recording the podcast to introduce you to that's like an amazing fit for what you do. And it's, that's what it's about. And people out there who think that things happen by coincidence, it doesn't. There is no such thing as coincidence. Everything is divinely planned. Mm-hmm. And I believe if you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. So like, you know, prayers are a form of asking and putting it out there. But but more importantly, sometimes being in gratitude. Gratitude for already what everything that you've given, you know, been given. Because so, so many times people look at what isn't happening or what they don't have done versus what they do already have. I'm so excited you said that. Oh my gosh, it opens up another door. Okay, so you know how everybody always says, is your glass half full or half empty? Well, I lived in a home where there was nine of us and we're all brothers and sisters, real mom, same mom and dad. And so there was a lot of chaos and all that kind of stuff, a lot of love, but you know, there was pessimistic. My parents had to work two jobs each and it was just crazy. And I thought, I'm destined for more. And so I went from there to really believing that, you know, I'm destined for more. And that's when I got a hold of the scriptures saying, no, I know I'm going to be successful. And I was always a little kid. I put it on my wall every year, like I'm successful and claim the scriptures and claim what I want and the money I want to make or the people I want to help. Like I want to help 5,000 women make hundred K, you know? So, um, so when you say that, it's like, Everything I I can look outside the window and I can complain about something, but I choose to look at the good and not the negative. So it's all about that mindset because what you think you end up feeling, you end up acting and you end up getting your results. So what results do you want today? I love it. Oh my gosh. It's so, we're so in a life. It's like, oh my gosh, we go in completely different tangents, you know, about this whole, this whole podcast. Yes. And so in your journey, so how long have you been um, supporting and and helping faith-based women? Um, I have been helping them for over 12 years as a coach, 12 years. And even before that, 
I was always helping people, mentoring women, you know, like in Bible studies and all that kind of good stuff. So for a very long time, but as a coach for 12 years. Have you always been an entrepreneur? Did you have a a different start to life, different career path, and it led you to what you're doing today? Yes, I was always in sales. So I have over 35 years experience in sales. But even at the beginning, it was sales working for a company. But then I actually worked for companies, but I was actually still an entrepreneur because you had the umbrella of the company, but maybe it was yours, whether you wanted to make more money or not. So that entrepreneur of like, how can I do more and how can I help? So I've been an entrepreneur for a long time and I just love it because I love the freedom. I love the flexibility. I love, okay, bye, I'm taking off. And then I've got other people to come in my course and help out. I'm like, you know, it's just, it's an awesome feeling. Well, because it also establishes other leaders, right? Because if everything is dependent on us and that's not the way that I believe human beings were set up, it's really about being together. And I think that that's why when you touched upon like with COVID and everything, it was so challenging for us as human beings because we're not designed to be alone. I really don't believe that. I mean, we are designed to work together, to connect, collaborate. How can we help each other out? And when you have that mindset, it really does, I don't know, propel people forward, right? Like, I mean, there's such a difference. And when you're operating at a higher vibrational level, those Mm -hmm. are the people that you really do end up attracting into your life when you are, you know, like solid in what you do. Yes, Would you it is say, so true. you know, that there's like a common, I don't know, common challenge or common obstacle that you find um, for most, you know, for most women that they're having within their business? I mean, I'm sure it does have to do around mindset, but what exactly is the mindset that really keeps them maybe sometimes stuck? Limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs is number one. And I have to say the challenge, most challenges that I find that women are having is clarity. Who do you serve and how do you serve them? That would be that would be that one. But as far as faith-based, definitely. Gotta take myself off of mute <laughs> before I start getting. And it is, you know, and, and I love the the idea of, you know, when people look at like the idea behind limiting beliefs, because that's what they truly are, is you know, the limiting beliefs. So tell me what else like really sparks joy within you. Like, is there a particular part of your business that you really love to do? You know what? That's so interesting that you said that because I am incorporating a little bit more about the mindset. You know, have you ever read the book? I think it's called The Millionaire Mindset. I think that's what it's called. The Millionaire Mind. The Millionaire Mind. And I'm thinking, I could have wrote this book because this is what I do. You know, when I told you that I didn't want to be pessimistic, I wanted to be optimistic. I knew I didn't want to live paycheck to paycheck. I knew I was destined for more. So I always had that, even like as early as like middle school and high school, that my mind and everything shifted. And even my personality kind of shifted because I just got a hold of it. But I really, I love it as far as the mindset and shifting into uh, what has God's given us? So when I got a hold and started reading, I know what it was. Here it is. So when I was in sales, I was in church one day and I heard 
the Holy Spirit speak to me and it had said, I want you to take this course. The pastor was mentioning a college class that was happening in the church and I was going to get you know certified as a church leader and as a pastor. Well, I wasn't interested in being a pastor, but in that, I didn't know how hard it was. For four years, I studied the Bible. I read all these books and stuff and I got to really dig into the word. And that's when I learned a lot too. And I thought, gosh, we're the seed of righteousness. And when I started getting a hold of the promises of God and that he wants everyone to prosper, it was a game changer for me. And so I get so pumped up and sharing with people that we're not here alone. We're with him and he will guide us. But so many people try to do it on their own and they struggle so much. So when I share my testimony and other women's testimonies, it's like a light bulb goes on or like, oh, I guess it really does work, you know? (laughs) Well, in that conversation, like I just thought of another person to connect you to. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like Laura, like I've got this running list of, you know, like women that you are going to um have you know phenomenal connections. And again, that's what it's all about. Yes. And those things just again don't happen by coincidence because I really, as I sit here and I listen to you, and I'm a, a very strong listener, it's like all these seeds that are being planted in my brain, like, oh my gosh, Laura needs to do this because. It's through the the work of other people that we can really, you know, make a difference oh, yeah. in this world. And just between you and I, I really believe women will change the world. That's right. <laughs> woo, woo. <laughs> we can. We have a voice. But that's another thing that people don't realize. I don't have a voice. Nobody's going to pay for this. Nobody's going to listen to me. Yes, they will. God put that in you. We need to get out. And when you don't speak, you're keeping a lot of people from their destiny. Absolutely. That's one of my biggest messages. And, you know, I heard that earlier this year from a friend of mine, and I always give her credit. Her name is RV. But when she said these words, it it just really totally resonated with me is the idea that everybody was put on earth. And I've known this already with a passion and a purpose, right? But we all have a specific message to share. And it can only be delivered by us. It can only be heard from us. And so when you're not sharing that message, the world is missing out. And whether or not you have a business or it's just in life, because for so many of us, maybe we don't have a business. We're not entrepreneurs. However, we still have that ripple effect because it's like what we say and what we do to impact one person we don't know how far that goes. Oh, yes. And that's so true because I hear people coming back years later. Remember when you coached me and you're thinking, okay, I helped them. They were satisfied. They gave me a nice review, but you really don't know the depth until they come back and go, you changed my life. And you're like going, how, what? Yeah. Tell me, you know, like, because not only to build, I don't want to build myself up. I'm saying, did I really make a difference in their lives? And then when they come back and share things like that, it just like, okay, I guess I am where I'm supposed to be. Right. Right. And, and, and that brings a sense of peace, right? I mean, when you know that you are doing the work that you were meant to do, and it doesn't seem like work, right? It's just such a passion and, I love what I do as well. And I get that same feeling from you, the the ability to be able to make that impact. Because I believe as well as human beings, we all want to make an impact. We all want to leave that legacy of how do we make a difference in this world? That's true. That is exactly, you nailed it on the head. (laughs) What do you got coming up? Like, so, you know, as we're, as we are recording this, 
it's like almost the end of 2022. And this podcast will be released in 2023. What are you most excited about? What are you looking forward to? Any new ideas, thoughts, programs that you're putting into place? Yes, I actually am. I'm hoping that I will have another book in 2023, but I really want to really boost my book that I have now, The Prosperous Leader, Walking in the Wisdom of God, because some of those scriptures are the scriptures that I stood on. So if you're interested, you can get that on Amazon, The Prosperous Leader. But um, so I really want to promote that a little bit more in 2023. And then like, I'm trying to like twice a month have an intensive. And in that intensive, it's a 90 minute intensive where I I actually give you blueprints, framework of how I and my clients are making a success online. And so if you're ever interested in that, look me up. My website is Laura White. What is it? <laughs> LauraWhite360.com. There you go. So you can always find me. Um, and I just, I really, truly, I know how much I suffered, Julie. I really did. I cried and says, why has this happened to me? Because I knew this is what God wanted me to do. But to be honest with you, it is, um, I, I want to help people. I, I don't want people to struggle. I want people to make the money. So my goal is to reach 5,000 women, help them all make 100K. How awesome is that? That is, that's amazing. And what I know about, you know, about you is that you will make it happen. And we'll make sure that we put the links to your website and to your book in there because I'm very interested in reading your book as well. I mean, leaders are readers, right? And so I think so many of us have stories to share and important information. Again, I believe, and maybe you believe the same as well, is that everybody has a book within them. And it's just really having the courage to put yourself out there. Because once you put yourself out there in a book, the whole world knows. I know that it's scary at first, but you know what? Don't let it hold you back. You can do it. Get out there because remember when you keep your message and you don't share your message, you're keeping someone else from their success because they need to hear your story because it's going to help them. Well, I knew, you know, as you were talking before, like the question came to me and then it slipped out of my brain, but then it came right back. It's <laughs> how life works because yep. there's a reason to ask this question. So you're growing up and you're one of nine and you, you've you talked about like your family, right? And was there a defining moment? Like was your entire family faith-based or was there a defining moment for you? Because you knew that you were different than everybody else in your family, right? And I don't know if that still stands true today because sometimes like I look at, it's only my brother and I, I only have, you know, another sibling and like we couldn't be <laughs> as different as night and day now we get along really well, but like our ideas on things are so different. I often look at him and if we didn't look alike, like I don't know whose kid you are, but, you know, kind of Did you come right? from the same parent? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, what's going on here, right? However, mm-hmm. like, do you see, like, as you look back on your life, that there was that moment that was like, oh my gosh, um, was it God, you know, talking to you? Like, I mean, did you feel that calling? Talk a little bit more about that. Oh gosh, that's another whole story, but I'll try to make it simple for this. Okay, so growing up, it was not only in a big family and we were loving, there was some dysfunction with my dad, but, um, you know, drinking and stuff. But on the most part, it was loving, it was caring. I felt loved, you know, that was love told and hugged and all that kind of good stuff. 
But um, there was a lot of responsibility for me being the oldest daughter. I was the middle child of the oldest daughter. So I didn't have a normal childhood like everybody else could. I had raised my two younger sisters. You know, when you're in a big family, you give this kid to do this task, you give this kid. Well, I was always stuck doing the cooking and the cleaning and all, all that kind of good stuff. I had to stay home on the weekends to watch my two younger sisters. So my my stomach was constantly in nerves. I wanted to always please my parents. I, want, I had to always do everything right because... I was trying to be a kid, but they did the best that they could. I don't blame them. I, I, I don't. But I was raising two other people when I was trying to develop myself. So I was always a worry ward and nerves and stuff. And I sat on my bed one day and I just says, I can't keep, even in middle school, I can't keep living like this. I, I'm a wreck. I worry all the time. My stomach's in knots. I don't want it. And I don't even remember, this is kind of crazy. I remember sitting on my bed saying this, but I don't know exactly what happened, but that's when things started changing. And I noticed even in school, there was something inside of me that had changed. I guess I'd prayed something like, help me God through this. And I just started saying, I'm not going to worry anymore. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just going to give it all to God and stuff. And it was that moment that things, my life, like my friends and my attitude and disposition and everything changed. And I started looking at the good and not the negative things. I started looking at the good instead of, you know, um, complaining about everything. Instead of saying, my dad's yelling at us and all this stuff. I'm like, you know what? My dad's doing the best he can. I have a roof over my head and he cooks darn good because he did most of the cooking. So I started changing all that. But that's when it started happening was back then. And I'd always been close because we were raised Catholic. And, um, I, we always went to church every Sunday, you know, that's why nine kids, I mean, seven kids, you know, Catholic, <laughs> but, um, but I, I just always knew God, but because nobody understood me, even though I was lonely in a family of nine, because nobody got me, my parents didn't realize what they were, had done to me, which is a forgiven and all that kind of good stuff, but they didn't know any better. So I was this kid that had so much responsibility. I remember coming home and I wanted to do my work because I always wanted to be that goody two-shoe. <laughs> I wasn't that wild child. I always did sports and stuff, but hear me out. So I always wanted to get good grades. They didn't pressure me. It was just, I always was that person that pushed my own self. And my dad would go, I don't care if you have to study, get in here, help me cook. And so I had to spend two hours helping him cook and clean for nine people, you know? So it was just that journey that I went on and I just changed my attitude. I changed on how I looked at things and my life changed. Wow, thank you for sharing. And there's a lot of your story that's in my story as well. I didn't, you know, we didn't have the big family. I mean, we were right. born and raised Catholic, went to church, you know, like every, every well, either Saturday night or Sunday. Right. And um, my father was a drinker, you know, as well. And he did all the cooking in the household. I was also the very much the goody two shoes, getting good grades, you know, kind of walking, you know, walking, towing that line. It's probably why I have a lot of rubble in me now. Because, so I'm like, there you go, you know. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, I just was like, what? You're telling me no? I'm like, uh-uh, that doesn't work for this girl. And oh yeah, so, but it's, it's those moments in our lives that are part of our story. They don't define yes. who we are. No. But they really do, you know, play a lasting role into how we approach things the way that, you know, we do. 
So Laura, as we're kind of wrapping up the the episode, and again, there's like a ton that we could be talking about. And I know, we could talk for hours. I know, well, I guess we're going to have to like, you know, schedule a time to really get together again to talk yeah. off the podcast, yeah, you know, real. just about all the things that we have, you know, in common. But is there anything still on your heart? Anything that you really still want people to know out there um, that, you know, you'd still like to share? You know what? I want to share with everyone that you can do it. Don't let limiting beliefs hold you back. Don't let what anybody else said to you or don't compare yourself. You are unique. You have gifts and talents in you that God gave you for a reason. And if you just want to sit down and have a coffee chat, get a hold of me. I would love to talk, love to share, and love to help in any way possible. But you can do anything you put your mind to. Absolutely. And again, your website is laurawhite360.com. Is that correct? You got it. All right. Well, we're going to make sure we have that in uh, the the show notes so that people can connect with you. And Laura, the final question today is this. This is the Get Shit Done podcast. So how are you getting shit done in your own life this week? Oh, delegate. Hire executive assistant, get it done because you cannot scale unless you have someone helping you. So get a VA, get an executive assistant and have them help you. So I delegate my stuff that I don't want to do and do the things I love to do. That's awesome. You know what? Like for those of you listening in, eventually these will be on the YouTube channel that you can watch them as well. And if you didn't know any better, you would think that Laura and I were sisters the, like so many of the same things that I've talked about on previous episodes or in some of my coaching, you know, Laura has um, really reiterated and we just look different. You know, I got short blonde, spiky hair. <laughs> She's got. And the older I get, the kinkier my hair gets. Is that crazy? And I've never had cancer. <laughs> it looks crazy. great. I love it. I love, I love your hair. Like natural curl, mine sticks straight. Like, you know. <laughs> So <laughs> Which cute. wasn't like when I wanted long curly hair growing up, I'm like, oh, come on, I got sticks straight there. <laughs> well, thank God for product, right? That's right. That's right. Thank God for, you know, the, the miracles of modern technology and everything else that we have to offer. Well, Laura, I just really want to say thank you so much. This time has flown by. It's been such a great conversation with you. And I'm really appreciative of your time, you know, to share your information with the audience. Well, thank you for having me. It's been an honor and it has been so much fun. So thank you for letting me laugh for 30 minutes. Ah, you're so welcome. I love to have fun. If anything, anybody knows about me, it's all about the fun. Yeah, me too. So again, wrapping up this week's episode, thank you. I always appreciate all of you listening in and taking the time to listen to each and every one of these episodes. Please review the episodes and share it with other people that you know that can benefit from this amazing information. Um, And I look forward, as always, to bringing you each and every week amazing people from around the world. So as always, have a productive, get shit done kind of week. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye for now. Time is our most valuable asset, and I certainly do appreciate yours. Thank you so much for listening to the Get Shit Done podcast with me, Julie Jones. If this episode was helpful for you, please subscribe and give me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. This goes a long way in helping others to find the show too. Are you ready? I mean, really ready 
to make the next step towards living your best life now? Then contact me at juliejones.biz to schedule your call with me. You can also find additional information on contacting me in the show notes. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode of the Get Shit Done podcast. In the meantime, be sure to live your life with purpose and passion.